Welcome to the Unexpected Podcast, where your hosts, Lee and Amy, carry on simple conversations about everything from life experiences, the current culture, God, and everything in between. And because Lee has put Amy through years of surprises, this is her time to surprise him with unexpected topics he won't be privy to until the microphone is on and the camera is rolling. This is the Unexpected Podcast. Welcome to our second episode of Unexpected. Unexpected. And let me tell you what's unexpected. Your outfit. Yeah. That was unexpected. Well, you know, I get creative sometimes. I like it. I like it. I've seen that vest hanging in the back of our laundry room. Yeah, Um, I think it belongs to our son. It does because there's a candy wrapper. Oh, what kind of candy? That was unexpected. That was unexpected. Uh, Yeah, unexpected. That we'll talk about that later. Unexpected. Unexpected. Well, guys, thank you all for being here. And if you were with us for our first episode, you may have an idea of why we call this podcast Unexpected. Yeah. But if not, I'll give you the rundown. Uh, we thought it was a good idea since living with this guy means I never know what to expect. There's a lot of unexpected things that come with Surely the territory. not. And also, the premise of this is that we're just going to talk about different topics, and the cool thing is, is that he doesn't know what the topic is. This can be scary. It can be interesting. It could be fun. It could be offensive. Well, let's not be offensive. All right. Well, I've got something in mind that we could talk about today, and if I wanted to sum it up, I would call it, um, well, I would break it down as a question. And that is, are you an optimist? Yes, I am. You don't have to answer yet. Okay. We're going to get to that. But the fact that you said immediately, yes, I am, that tells me a little bit about where I think we're going with this. I mean, I live with you, so obviously I have some idea about um, whether or not you're an optimist and in what ways you're an optimist and in what ways you're not. But Are we going to argue? Never. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I have this thought. Um, as you know, I like good quotations, good quotes. All the um, time. Yeah. So Even in Spanish. Mm, see. Si. <laughs> yeah, Lee kind of teases me about my, my Spanish. I cannot sing one of my songs or another song without her trying to translate it into Spanish. It drives it's, me nuts. It's, it's true. unexpected and it's annoying. It's true. But I love it. If I hear like, uh, yeah, you know, if I'm singing a song in my mind and like I know how to translate some of it, maybe not even accurately, but I'll translate it in yeah. Spanish in my mind. And then the words that I don't know, I just say them in English. I know. Yeah. I know. It's bad. Yeah. That's a rabbit trail. Let's get back to it. Total rabbit trail. All right. So who is one person that I've heard you quote over and over? The French philosopher. René Descartes. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, that's true. Uh, but I found something that he said that I thought was a little interesting. So I'm going to read it. And he said, an optimist may see a light where there is none, but why must the pessimist always run to blow it out? Mm. So. Hey, I got a story about that, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Which story? I was being romantic when we first got married. Okay, this is this is really funny because I 
actually had this story in mind. Did you? When 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 I read that quote and he said something so about... So read, read that quote blow, one more time. One yeah, more time. My glasses read, it, read it one more time. All right. So we're going to emphasize this just a little. An optimist may see a light where there is none, but why must the pessimist always run to blow it out? So... I was going to be romantic one day in our new home. Wait, preface this okay. by we were newlyweds. Newly, I mean, this was newly, in the, like, the first year of our like, marriage. Oh probably. yeah, it is the first year. And we've been married how long? Twenty-four years now. Okay. Yeah, I passed the test. So, anyway, I'm acting all romantic. I get to stay home that day, um, you know, and so she's at work and she comes home. I had set up like rose petals. On the floor, I had stuff. I had music playing, like romantic music. I had candles, all kinds of candles. And I was like, I'm going to dress up. I dressed up in a suit, and I was standing around the corner, and I was just like, it was bad. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to surprise well, her and be romantic. Tell about the candle. Really. And the candles were lit, and she comes in, and she... Blows my candles out and starts getting upset that I left candles burning (laughs) and not there. So I was hiding and that she blew my candle out. I was trying to be romantic. She she missed it. It went totally over my head. And this is where we're so unlike a lot of couples. He's the more sentimental. More mental than sentimental. Well, that's true. Um, You know, but I had been working all day and I think I... Commuted at the time. You so did. I had a little drive. It was drive. a long way. I came home, came in the back door, went into the kitchen, and actually you would you were cooking something as well. Oh yeah. But all that went through my head was, okay, he left the burner on the stove, and there's a candle over here. And where is he? And I think you had left a note yeah. by the candle. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I was supposed to read the note and it said something about coming to the living room, yep. and then you were yep, all dressed right. up. But I'm in there like, I can't believe you let this candle burn, and I blew the candle out. And <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, I was like the pessimist that blew uh, out the candle. Yeah, that blew out the candle. That's okay. We still had a fun night. We had. We food. did. We did. And you, that reminds me of just those those first couple of years. Wow, we were young, we were immature. Trying to figure out what we were doing. Never. Yeah. We had it all figured out. We were perfect in everything we did. If it wasn't for God's grace, I think it would have been a big disaster. But anyway. Let's go on. I remember, though, you you stepped out. I mean, I finally figured out what was going on, and you did look so nice. Thank you. I mean, you you had a nice dress shirt on, and I don't don't know. Did you have a suit? I did. It was a bow tie. tie Yeah. Okay. You look very nice. It was a tuxedo kind of look. So okay, well, yeah. anyway. anyway, I didn't blow your candle out anymore. No, 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 no. no. Uh, but really, you know, that does bring up the point that mm-hmm. we are maybe we don't fit the expected stereotypes. So yeah. talk about unexpected. Absolutely. Uh, we we still to this day. I mean, we've we've balanced each other out. I mean, we've balanced out a little bit better mm-hmm. through the years. Yeah. Uh, maybe, well, I mean. We are rather opposite to other couples because mm-hmm. you like sports. You can go and watch sports all day long. I don't care. Yeah. I, I you know, football, baseball, basketball. I like a little NASCAR every once in a while, but that's 
and bull riding. I, was I like say, those. A yeah. little rodeo. A little rodeo stuff. I, I, I mean, mean, I like that. But You did rodeo stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did ago. some, you know, yeah. not a lot. But yeah. Could have yeah. been, been a cowboy? Could have been a cowboy. Yeah. All right. Well. I threw us off? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. That was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a cowboy. Yep. No, you know, I'm still thinking about those early, um, we'll talk a little bit more in a moment about yeah. Being a pe- pessimist and being an optimist, yeah. But I'm thinking about those early years, you know, about y- you bring two people together with different backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, different baggage, right? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got everybody out there's got some baggage. We had like maybe extra. And extra if you don't baggage. have baggage, you need to be checking a little deeper because you probably got a little baggage in there right. somewhere. Right, right. So it really was. God's grace that helped us in those early years. But thinking about me blowing out your candle makes me think of another story. Okay. When we were still living in that house. Yeah. And uh, one morning, now, one morning we were having a wonderful morning. I mean, it was, it felt like a really um, romantic time in our relationship. And we were just so happy. And we were having like the best morning. I remember we were just like, we were just having fun. We were joking around. I left to drive to work, again, going on my commute. Mm-hmm. And I guess you went to work. And this is one of those supernatural stories, because I think we got to throw those in there every once in a while, because, mm-hmm. you know, we've had some experiences where we know it was it was the Lord. You know, the Bible talks about, like, hearing God's voice. And, yeah. and that can come in different ways. You know, we might hear it... Um, might sound like it's um, just a thought that drops in, but, you, you know, you know it's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those moments. So we'd had this great morning. Everything was going just perfectly. And uh, I, mean, I mean, I picture it like a cartoon, you know, with the birds singing and everything was just perfect. <laughs> and then I'm driving my little commute, and this thought went through my head, and I thought it was just my own thought. But this is where learning to hear the voice of God comes in, because in retrospect, I knew then that it was the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is what I heard. I heard, you and Lee will have your worst fight this evening. Mm. I was like, oh, devil. I mean, I was like, that's crazy. You know, everything's great. Everything's hunky-dory. Everything's going along perfect. Hunky-dory. And you know what night that was? Was that when we went mudding? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so make a long story short, uh, you know, we were... Things were tight back in those days. So if I had some, like, new pants, new shoes, that was kind of a rare thing. Lee had gotten this old pickup truck. Four-wheel drive. Yeah. Three-quarter ton Chevy long wheelbase Cheyenne. Okay. 79 model. Whatever. It was old. It was cool. I mean, it was cool. Now, looking back, it was was a cool old truck. kept it. Yeah. So we had gone out to dinner, and then I had my nice, like, new pants on and some new shoes, and after we went to eat, Lee decided we would go out in the country. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, we're going off-road. I mean, like, we're, it's like, I felt like, like we were in the jungle. Like, and all of a sudden, we're like <laughs> flying through trees. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? And it would have been fine. I mean, you know, I didn't mind was bouncing it around. It was very, very <laughs> unexpected. Long story short, we end up with the truck stuck in the mud in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it did cause... Um, I was a little upset of having to get out in my new clothes out of the mud. It's, yeah. Yeah. She was red as a shirt, yeah. mad at me. Yeah. 
Well, our wise son, Luke, uh, who happens to be here, said something the other day. He was saying, like, when you can look back on something, I think you, I think this was Luke that said this, uh, you look back at something and you can laugh about it, then you're probably healed from it. Yeah, yeah. And um, so now, I mean, that's hilarious to me now, you know. <laughs> but I was wow. so upset at the time. I was like, this is so stupid. Why are we out here? I got to work tomorrow. And he, you know, you didn't want to go... And just leave the truck and come later. I would You're leave like, my truck out there. Truck out in the middle no. of the woods. All right. Well, anyway. I know who lived around that area. But yeah. Okay. That's true. This was back in <laughs> our Kentucky days. But here's the point that I want to make. When I looked back, even that evening, when it just seemed like things were heated between us, mm-hmm. when I look back and then I remembered, even that evening, I remembered, oh, that voice this morning said, this evening, you and Lee will have the worst fight you ever have. Mm-hmm. And it was an encouragement to me yeah. because I, I I thought, well, if the Lord knew this was going to happen, mm-hmm. then He's going to get me through this. And for all you guys out there, this truck was awesome, all except for it didn't have a front drive shaft for the four-wheel drive. I thought it did. It didn't. It got me hung up, but I did sling some really good rooster tails of mud out the back for all of y'all, you know. Oh, man. Um, it was fun for a moment until I made her upset, and but, then it wasn't fun anymore. But for the record, I mean, I'm, I'm good with going mudding now. Just like I'd like to know in advance, like, when, I got another full drive when now. we're going to mud. All right. Tomorrow? Well, tomorrow? Yeah. Got to work, but hey, maybe soon. Well, <laughs> so let me ask you this question. All right. So we're talking about: Are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? Mm-hmm. Do you think that some people are more naturally inclined towards being an optimist or being a pessimist? I do believe they are. Uh, I believe that some people are geared that way, and other people um, are not because. I, I think being an optimist ends up being a choice. I really do. I think I it you is. Might say that it is. Uh, being a pessimist is a lot easier. It, it seems to be the go-to for everybody to complain at work, to complain about your job, to be dissatisfied with everything around you, to think everything is going to be bad. Oh, you don't need to do that. You don't get. You don't need to buy a motorcycle. You're going to have uh, an accident, you know. You don't need a new car. It's just going to lose 15% of its value as soon as you pull it off the lot. I've heard these pessimistic thoughts, and and it is true. I mean, some things are viable. Uh, But I will say um, being an optimist is a lot harder than being a pessimist. Hmm. Yeah, I think I agree. I do think that different people have different natural inclinations that, like you said, the the that it's, it's a choice that we can overcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm more inclined to be a pessimist. It's, I mean, you're right; it is easier. I'm more inclined to be a little cynical, just in my natural yeah pr- thought process. Um, but yes, I think uh, it's important to overcome that. Yeah, the optimist is going to have the, a brighter outlook, of course. Uh, the pessimist is going to have a dark, darker outlook. But if you are speaking, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about, if you don't mind, 
just the power of your words. Mm. Oh, yeah. So the power of your words, the power of life and death Mm. are in your tongue and what you say. The things that you say can happen. You know, a pessimist is going to say negative things. Well, what's going to happen to those people? It's negative yeah. things. Um, I've proven this time and time again. Uh, I, I pray that you learn from others' mistakes and, and just go ahead and be an optimist about life and, and, and say, you know what, the Lord is going to take care of it. It may be bad, but we're going to look at the good um, of it. Uh, I think that we have this false teaching of Everything is horrible. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to end up going to hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to be wrong. Everything is, if it can go wrong, it's going to, you know, Murphy's Law. Mm-hmm. If it can go wrong, it's going to happen to me. You know, it's yeah. just going to happen. Yeah. Um, but the optimist changes their thinking, and you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you have to renew your mind and speak those things which are not as though they already were in faith and be Mm -hmm. optimistic about the situation. What's the best-case scenario? You you do have to keep the worst-case scenario in mind at times, but you don't focus on that. You don't speak those things out. Um, So, And I'm not talking about name it, claim it. I'm not talking about all of that stuff. I'm talking about... Speaking in a manner that yeah. releases a frequency out of your mouth in the similar way that when in the beginning God said, mm-hmm. what were the frequencies God released? And I'll probably reiterate this many times through this podcast life. What were the frequencies God released to create life? If it was a negative thought, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have it. As good as we got it. Right. If it was a, it it had to be positive because Mm -hmm. it made life. He said, let us make man in our image. Mm -hmm. He said, let us make the birds of the air and the beast of the field and, uh, you know, plants. And Mm -hmm. let there be a separation between the the land and the air and and, and create water and create this. Well, and right, the fact that you said, you know, you pointed out, as it says in Genesis, that that was the, those were the words of the Lord. Let us make man in our image. The fact that the Lord would care that much to make human life in His image mm-hmm. should be enough to make us optimistic. Right. Uh, but it is our natural inclination in a fallen world to gravitate towards pessimism. Well, and a lot of times people will uh, offer a third alternative. I'm not really an optimist or a pessimist. I'm a realist. But we can all we can use that as an excuse to not have faith. We can mm-hmm. use that as an excuse as not to right. have a more positive outlook. And right. I, I mean, I love that you emphasize the power of life and death in our tongue because I probably have to repent over that so often, right? You know, um, and look at the words that I speak and realize, ooh. I, right. I renounce those words yeah. because because those were not the words that I should have spoken, and, and there I, is power in that. Absolutely. And when I say frequency, I'm not talking about any new age thing. I'm talking about mm-hmm. actual uh, sound, mm-hmm. sound that came. What was the sound? Mm-hmm. That's a, sound is a frequency. It, it has it's made up of rarefaction and compression. Mm-hmm. Rarefaction is when the mo- molecules, of the air molecules, spread apart. Compressions when they push together, and that's what moves your ears when I'm talking to you or mm-hmm. to you on your phone or My wherever you live. Yeah, they're moving. They're very nice. I like your ears. 
Well, those <laughs> earrings are nice. Oh, thank um, you. But those the, those frequencies, those sounds um, that we release and the manner in which we release them through words, mm. uh, there's a reason we call it spelling. We're casting a spell of either good mm. or evil. And I'm not talking New Age. Don't. <laughs> Don't throw it all at me. But spelling, you're putting words in action mm-hmm. when you speak. What what are you going to say that's going to bring someone up or tear them down? Mm. What are you going to say about yourself that's going to build you up right. or tear you down? So those spellings mm-hmm. of words, mm-hmm. you're casting out right. things. You're sp- uh, the Word of God calls those words either cursings or blessings. Right, right. So you're actually spelling out someone's life. Mm. And it doesn't matter what language you say it in. You could tell when somebody in another language is upset with mm-hmm. you by the way that they're saying the words mm-hmm. towards you. Right. Is it too much to tell about the experiment you did with my plants, my lavender plants? Sorry. No, go for it. I this is in my early years of studying. I I, I studied I study audio. I study sound, uh, sound design for film, television, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, podcasts. Evidently, yeah. uh, I study sound. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't the the rabbit trail I thought we were going to go down, but you may you made me think of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had these really nice. Do you remember this? Yeah. Okay, really nice. Lavender plants. Both were very healthy. Uh, both were thriving. I had these nice, pretty matching pots. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had them, I guess, maybe sitting in the kitchen, like one on either side of the windowsill or something. Mm-hmm. So, and they matched. I mean, you know, I'd water them at the same time. They grew at the same rate. Okay. Well, one day I come in and one plant is still thriving, but one plant looks like it's dying. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And then it continued to, you know, this one kept thriving. This one got worse and worse, even though I would water it. I didn't know what was going on. It didn't make sense. I'm like, they, you know, this is kind of like one of those control kind of situations where they both should be behaving the same because they both had behaved the same Mm -hmm. for a while. Then one day, the, the plant that was struggling started doing better again. It started to flourish. It didn't catch up to this other plant, but it started doing better. And then you told me what you had been doing. Mm. Well, I've been speaking curses over the one on the left and blessings on the one on the right. And then I you, I noticed that it was dying, so I started speaking blessings on this one, and it started right. coming back a little bit. So right. I, I was... Those words, those frequencies yeah. were actually... Doing something. Yeah. Now you got you might think that's crazy, but I mean you can look this up. There are there is scientific tests that have been done like this, where they took like frozen water mm-hmm. and um as it was as one, you know, I don't know if they had it contained in something, as the water froze, they spoke like positive affirmations mm-hmm. over that water. And then, you know, in another um Whatever container they had it in, they spoke like curses. Same mm-hmm. thing, same kind of experiment, and the 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 molecules and the I don't know how, the, how would you describe 
the crystals yeah, that formed you. That's the book. of yeah. ice. Right. They formed in like an ugly pattern, mm-hmm. a nasty pattern, and the stuff that had blessings spoke over it was like in a nice pattern. Nice pattern and, and beautiful. There, there are many, many exper- experiments like that where they've played music over yeah. crops. Yeah. Uh, like well, a certain kind of music, a certain frequency. You know, we're talking about it. We not, might as well challenge them to go ahead and try it. Find something in your life that you just really think is just going downhill and start speaking life over it. Mm-hmm. Start speaking good things over it mm-hmm. and being positive and speak the blessings of the Lord over it. There are things in this world that we may not understand Right. But God has set laws in motion that we cannot change. Right. And it rains on the just and the unjust alike. Mm-hmm. Blessings can come to the just mm-hmm. and the unjust alike just by putting these um, universal truths in action, these universal laws of, of right. God. Uh, no matter what you believe, right. Right. these are just the facts that happen. These right. things happen. Right. And if you don't believe us, right. try it. Yeah, and it's it's Romans 12 uh, and verses 1 and 2 when it talks about, and you mentioned it earlier, that we're told to be transformed by the, the renewing, renewing of, of our, our mind. mind. You know, and, the, and God's Word renews our mind, and then, you know, we get our mouth to line up with that. And it really, it really does change things. And it really, and look, it's something I'm working on all the time. Because again, it's easier, like you said, it's so much easier to, uh, you know, revert back to complaining, revert back to having a, a negative outlook. And, you know, a lot of it depends on, you know, what we're, what we're feeding ourselves spiritually. These, are, these right here are probably some of our worst vices. Yeah, can be. And just like anything, it can be a tool for good or bad. Don't but. always listen to your phone and what people are saying on your phone. They're not all right. Mm-mm. Vet us. If mm-hmm. we're saying something, look it up. Try it out. Yeah. Do your research. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Because we may be wrong. And if Absolutely. we're wrong, leave something in the comments and tell us, you know, that we're wrong or, or you know, critique us. Let us know because yeah. we're open to learn. Let us know what you think. And if you've had experiences where, yeah, you know, sure. it's made a difference, where, where you spoke positively, you spoke negatively, um, it's great to hear those stories. So so let us know. Yeah, this didn't go in the direction I was expecting, but this is good stuff. Um, just a couple other thoughts on being an optimist or being a pessimist. Mm-hmm. You remember Paul Harvey, right? Oh, yes. Well, how did he say that? At the end of his talk, he'd oh. say, good day. I yep. can't do it. I, I'm not good the person day. that's going to do great imitations. But mm. he said this. He said, I've never seen a monument erected to a pessimist. Uh, in other words, people who've made a difference in a positive way, they had to have some kind of positive outlook. They had to be optimistic in order to rise up and, and fight for what they believed in. Neg- negative people never succeed. Mm. They always blame someone else for their failure. Mm-hmm. They're always a victim. Mm. A negative person will always be a victim. Yeah. And they adopt that victim mentality yeah. mentality into their life. Right. And that is a not a good place to be. It's so not. it's not. I am not a victim. You're not a victim. That's right. We're acting like a victim. I don't know. You ever look in the mirror and have to say that? I have to look in the mirror. You're not a victim. (laughs) I'm evicting the victim. 
Right, that's good. Let's evict the victim. <laughs> let's evict our own victim mentality. I like it. Well, you know what? We got to wrap it up here. All right. But let's end with this thought because, you know, we're called to have a positive outlook, but mm-hmm. it's not a blind optimism. No. Right? So our optimism is actually scriptural. And so I want to end with this verse. I think you 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 know this verse very well, and I've ter- heard you talk about this verse a lot. Mm-hmm. Colossians 1.27 says, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of, of glory. glory. Yes. And I, let me read it in one more translation. This is great. Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. Ah, so we've been talking about things that are unexpected, but we can have good expectation and we can expect God's glory in our lives. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people. Right? It's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you for watching Unexpected. And I'm Lee. Yes, you are. I am. With a new outfit. Very interesting outfit. Oh, yeah. This is his hat. I mean, this is kind of a signature hat. It might be this way. It might be that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I kind of like that backwards hat. I like it. I feel like a director. Yeah. All right. We were supposed to be signing off, but let's do it again. Okay. Thank you for watching Unexpected. Thanks, you guys. And we'll see you next time. Don't forget to like this video and please subscribe to our channel. Drop your comments below. We'd love to hear from you. If you prefer audio podcasts, please follow us on your favorite streaming platform.